Peace, love, and blessings, y'all. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast. I am your host, Jorge Quintana. It is another beautiful day to be tuning in to this frequency. This episode is reflections on growth and frustration because I feel like that's where I am in between this space that I am growing. I feel like I leveled up and yet also I feel like I'm back in this state of frustration, what some people call stillness. And other people say stuck. So that's kind of where I am. And that's what I wanted to talk about. So if you've been enjoying this season four, the season of free thoughts, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and every other place you can rate. It definitely helps. And also follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. Your likes, your comments, all of that has been amazing. I've been seeing some growth on the podcast Instagram, especially as I've been playing around with the reel. So that has been super exciting. And finally, if you want to see my own personal work, follow me on Instagram. And I'm on TikTok now at Jorge Quintana Poetry. So let's just kick it off talking about growth. I do feel like I leveled up. I don't know if you're in a similar situation, but I feel like so I just uh, performed at the Intercultural Reflections Festival uh, this past weekend. It was April 29th to May 1st. There were three shows, so I had a total of nine poems performed, and it was such a beautiful experience. We sold out the house every night, so whenever you get to be in a show that, that ends up being sold out, there's just no feeling like it. Especially when these poems, you know, I I had not only been workshopping them for a good while, a good few months, but then this past, like, last April, it was just me rehearsing, you know, working with my director, Yaya, working with another great performer, Ike Torres, and, you know, reaching a point where I I realized how much I needed to grow. So basically, performing is a lot like a sport, you know, you need to have your muscles, right, your projection, your enunciation. In fact, you could probably hear it in my voice. I'm more clear. I'm more concise. Like, like I I tend to have a bad habit of mumbling in the podcast, which I notice as I edit. So now it's like I'm talking with my full mouth, like stretching it, right? Like really getting up in there with these words. And the director I was working with, Yaya, just pushed me into a corner. It felt like they really, Yaya really just took me and stretched my abilities to be on stage put me in so many uncomfortable situations like there was this exercise where I was having trouble where it was like I was telling the poem but I wasn't really feeling or showing the poem with my body right so what Yaya said was look I I don't want you to use any words I want you to recite this poem with just your body y'all I freaked out and I I didn't want to do it it just made me feel so uncomfortable that's not something that I do I'm a poet I speak but to really go there and and Oh, it felt like performative dance and I wanted to die. And in that moment, I knew, okay, I'm uncomfortable. I have to do this. If I'm uncomfortable, that means I have to do this because I said the reason I took this opportunity was to grow as a performer, to get back in this performing shape. So I, I did it. And the first thing I did was the most cringy thing I have ever done with my body. And it was horrible. My partner was a witness. Yaya was a witness. Ruben was a witness. Ike was a witness. And these are... <laughs> It was brutal. I'm not going to describe what I did, but just know it was cringy. If you were there, you would have cringed. But what happened after that was that I started feeling the poem with my body. It's like, yes, I'm a poet. Yes, I I recite. Yes, you hear it through my words. But now I also want my body to tell this story. Meaning if I'm telling a poem about, you know, going back into being a child, my body needs to also remember that and invoke that energy. 
And so what happened was, I, and this is what I was telling my friend Anthony, my poems went from like a good solid five, you know, in terms that I felt like, yeah, this is like a five into like an eight, you know, eight and a half. If It just jumped up my abilities to, to be on stage. Because a lot of my training, even though I did theater, a lot of my poetry training came in, you know, spoken word slams where you have a time limit. You have to cut the poem in three minutes. So you got to go quick, you know. You don't really have a lot of time to play with different voices, different textures in the work. You just, you know, it's kind of like I'm talking to you right now. You choose one voice and then bam, 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 bam. But then when you add the theater element, you realize this is not enough. It's not enough for me to just tell you the story. I got to add textures, right? Change things with my voice, you know, feel things out with my body. So I definitely learned a lot. And I, I, that's why I say I leveled up as a performer. I'm a lot better. And, and it's not even like my stage presence. I learned a lot about what it takes to maintain my body, maintain my energy for performances. I had to start drinking tea. That's how hard I was going in rehearsals that I would come home with my throat sore. You know, I started taking my warm ups more seriously, not just stretching my body, but also stretching my voice, you know, doing all these vocal warm ups that I learned in theater and even learning applying some new ones that just make me feel good. Because in the words of Ike, he said, look, your warm up isn't just about, you know, preparing you to perform. It's supposed to, you know, help you with that shift from you're no longer at work. You're no longer at school. You're no longer at home. This is your playground. Your warm-up should help take your mind out of whatever you were doing and help you come into this childlike sense of you get to play on this stage. And of course, you know, having audiences that were so beautiful, having full houses and to be able to showcase that to me, it just feels like, wow, this is why I do what I do. And I talked about it in the last episode, memorizing poetry, you know, going to rehearsals, it can be such a painful and tedious process. But when I'm in front of that crowd, ooh, it like it was electric. It was electric. It was exciting. So yeah, so I definitely feel like I grew there as a performer. I, I, I grew in my professionalism. I grew in my ability to push myself. But now, and this is the other aspect and why I wanted to talk about frustration, growth can become addicting. And growth is actually something that's addicting to me, you know, it's like a high, right, to, to see yourself evolving, to see yourself level, leveling up, to see your hard work, you know, paying off. And so then what happens is I, I finished this beautiful three-day event where I was, you know, on stage, sharing the stage with other beautiful, talented performers in front of full houses, you know, feeling so productive to now... I'm, I'm, you know, a few days out uh, after that, and I feel very unproductive. You know, even recording, getting to recording this this podcast episode was a chore because I've also been putting a lot of effort into growing and evolving as a podcaster, right? I got a new mic. I actually just started soundproofing my walls, putting soundproof panels on, you know, making a lot of effort to making sure that this audio sounds more and more professional. And yet I'm, I'm in this position where I, I feel, and I don't know if you feel this as well. I don't know if it's this year, if it's everything going on, or it's just the way life goes. But it feels like every time I start taking steps forward and I feel like I found my path, I feel like, okay, this is exactly, this is the formula that I need to make sure success happens. It's like I'm stalled. It's like something gets in the way for me right now. It's coming back to the vaccine. So if, if you've been following along, you know, I don't talk about anything pandemic related really in terms of, oh, you should or you shouldn't get the vaccine. It's not really something I go in depth, mainly because I feel like, you know, whatever you believe that that's, that's fine. It's not something that I necessarily care to talk about. But now it's really coming to the point where I need to make that decision as a performer. 
vaccinations is are being asked in a lot of venues. There's a venue that I, I go to, you know, or I went to very often before the pandemic that is now, you know, it's required to have a vaccine to attend, to perform. And I missed out on a, on a potential opportunity to perform there in the next two weeks. So you start thinking, ah, okay, so now how do I want to move forward? And this is the frustrating part about growth is that it becomes addicting. You start expecting it. You, you, you know, you level up and then you think, okay, it's going to keep happening at the same rate. And, you know, that's not how life works. And this is where I am currently in the state of life where I'm frustrated that my that I'm not my growth isn't consistent to the point where every day I get to grow a little more that's that's what I like to do that's how essentially I I find my peace of mind because for me you know as I've talked about before you know being undocumented in this country you know I feel like my productivity is my only way to find economic stability and for you if you're listening to this episode you probably have this same you know kind of struggle but for in different circumstances, maybe you find that you need success, you know, to get away from home, to get away from people. Maybe you need you need success and growth in your life so that you can, you know, quiet down that, you know, that bad self-talk that you have. So if you're listening to this, it's because we're, we're struggling with the same situation of always wanting to grow. And, and when that growth is denied or stalled, right, when we find ourselves in stillness. We're prone to these destructive cycles that come like, okay, we just had this high and now that we're not getting this high, we're not getting these endorphins off anymore. We, we become so pent up and now we start getting angry, right? Frustrated. Why are we not continuing to grow? And this is when the doubt comes back. This is when that lack of this, this is when the vices come back. This is when all those destructive habits, that negative self-talk resurface because when we grow, when we're when we are productive, when we're learning, when we're moving forward, what we forget about or what we become distracted from is this idea that we are are unsatisfied. Being unsatisfied with life, I feel like humans we have this natural I don't want to say a natural pessimism or like a natural distaste of life, but I feel like we naturally know or or deep down we feel that we need to continue to acquire, to continue to build, or else we risk extinction. I feel like it comes back to death, but it's like this fear or, or this inner knowing that if we don't continue to grow, continue to eat, continue to you know, expand, we risk falling to, to predators, we risk falling to you know, outside threats. And this is another part of the growing process. I, I, I talk a lot about acceptance, and that is what I'm struggling with right now. I think for me, as the doubts resurface, doubts over not just my, not necessarily my abilities, but doubts over the, the fact that I can make it as an artist despite my limitations, like, you know, being undocumented, you already have so many limitations over what you can and can't do. It's a very fine line. Add unvaccinated on top of that in a country that is very phobic over a lot of different, not even just ethnic, but also scientific sanitation, you know, like things, your opportunities go from slim to damn near none. But this is what I've been thinking about. There is a reason why they say that the, the, our path, our true path is narrow. Why they say the path of God is, is the most narrow path. As you see, as I see, the opportunities go from slim to almost none. Doesn't that just mean that the only ones left are the ones that I need to embark on? 
Doesn't this mean that that these opportunities that are left, all that this life is showing us is that it's just narrowing things down more and more? And isn't that what we wanted originally? To know what is meant for us and what is not meant for us? I hate frustration. I hate feeling frustrated. Anger and frustration to me is like this fire in my chest that just I cannot satisfy. It's such a brutal thing to carry and to feel. And as I sit with it and I ask myself, what is the lesson of frustration? What is this lesson of frustration? I know that when I'm frustrated, the more I try to do things, the, the more that things go wrong. Because I'm bringing, I'm, everything I'm doing, I'm bringing in with that energy of, of oh, something's going to go wrong. Oh, of course this thing, you know, of course this shit happens. Like I'm soundproofing my walls and the foam keeps falling off. So I start using tax. But the whole point of me not using tax originally was to not damage my walls. But then I got so frustrated that they kept falling off and the command strips weren't working that I was like, oh, well, fuck it. You know, as I started preparing to record this podcast, the mic kept falling. You know, things weren't sounding right. Cars were passing at the wrong times. When we're frustrated, we, we are no longer focused. We're doing things not for the satisfaction and glory that they bring to us. We're doing them at this point just to prove that we can. That's why this podcast episode wasn't working out before right now, this moment that I started, because I wasn't coming in with uh, with the intention to have this be a satisfying experience. And to be honest with you, just hearing the way, look, look I don't know if you if you're not into sound, you may not know what I'm talking about, but the fact that I can talk into this mic and, and hear nothing as I talk, look, 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 listen, no background noise. Even as I talk, there's like nothing in the background. That is so beautiful. That, wow, that is so exciting to me. And I would have never noticed that if I came into this podcast episode frustrated. Because when we're frustrated, we're only thinking about what is going wrong. We're not thinking about how we feel doing what we are doing. You know, in the past episodes, there's been a lot of focus on following your passions, right? Finding what makes you, you know, feel alive. And, and one of the things one of the performers, Laura Cook, talked to me about was, listen, when, when you're out there delivering your poems, when you're reciting your poems, when you're practicing whatever art you want to continue to grow, don't do it to be good. Do it so that you feel satisfied. And that, and that, for me, before I would go on to perform, I was always praying. I was always praying to Creator to uplift my voice so that as I delivered that poem, as I recited it, that it would be a glorious and a satisfying experience for myself. And it's the same with the podcast. I want this experience to be satisfying, not just for you, but also for me. Because this is one of the most magical and beautiful opportunities where I get to just speak. I get to just share, you know, my wisdom, my pains, my failures. And, be, and I have a lot of failures, you know, I, and, and as the self-doubt started coming in, I started thinking about the fact how many times I've been rejected from poetry opportunities, not even just like, you know, physical performances because of the vaccine. I'm talking just poetry publication opportunities that really after a while start getting in my head. You know, have you found yourself failing over and over and over in whatever given field, whatever things you've been trying to do? It starts getting to you. It starts getting to you. And this is a point, and I'm at the point where a lot of people would quit. I'm sure you are also in a position whether whether you already quit, you're thinking about it, or you are in a moment where a lot of people in your given situation would have already done it. But you're here for a reason. Don't give up, okay? Don't give up. It, it, you, you are worth it. Remember what I said last episode? You are worth it. 
the message is, is don't quit, right? Don't quit on things that make you feel alive. And yet, on the other hand, there is also a proverb that says, let go or be dragged. This is what we must do as we, as we follow, as we pursue our desires and follow our path. We're going to have to walk that line between holding on to what we love and what we need, but also letting it go when it is no longer serving us, when it is no longer a satisfying experience. And chances are, for me and for you, this frustration is showing us what is not satisfying in our pursuit. My flaw is that I can be too too hard on myself over discipline. I can be too much of a perfectionist. Your flaw might be the same thing. Maybe you get too fixated. Maybe you put too much of your attention on, on just this one thing and neglect everything and everyone else. And this frustration is just showing you not something's not right. It's like that little voice in you know in the back of the in the back of your head. If you've watched the show Big Mouth, it's like that anxiety mosquito. It's just this little pesky bug that says, you know, something's not right, something's not right. <laughs> Annoying, but but needed. It's needed. It's a reminder that, yes, go after what you love, but don't neglect yourself. And I think for me that this frustration is just coming from the fact that I need some rest. I'm a workaholic. I, I, I go so hard on my projects and I will literally neglect a lot of myself literally on stage. I'm there banging my hands, my arms like I literally have like I think almost broke a finger on stage just slamming it against the ground because I get so into the scene. So for me, that this is what I'm realizing now, right? As I tell you, I tell myself, first, this frustration is a reminder to take some time. And, and we hate it. We Oh, it is the worst thing. But sometimes all we need is just time off. Your passion is not going anywhere. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be there. It's going to be okay. You know, it's not going to run from you because what is ours will always be ours. No one can take from you that which belongs to you. And that is a word from the in most high. You know, this year we're claiming what is ours and it will always be yours. So yeah, sometimes growth is learning how to let go, learning how to stop. You know, one of my favorite quotes about psychedelic, you know, journeys is once you get the message, hang up the phone. Once we get what we need out of something, it's okay to, you know, put it aside. So right in the end, there's no right or wrong, you know, answer. There is no formula for success. There is no formula that you, that you can apply each and every day. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be frustrating. And, and, and that's how it is because this Wading through the mud is how we get to the satisfying release of death that, we, you know, the goal is to get to the point where you grind and you do all that you've needed to and all that you've wanted to that you can say, oh, I've had enough. I'm, I'm good to go. That's how it is for me. It's, it's yes, it's going to be frustrating. Yes, it's a grind. But I know that I'm here to work. I'm here to love. I'm here to, you know, live passionately and feel all the different depths and all the different spectrums of emotion so that when it's my time to die, I can say I did that. I'm good. Let's go. Next life. So if you find yourself frustrated, it's okay. And that's the most frustrating thing I can say to you, right? Oh, there's nothing worse than someone saying, hey, it's okay that you're frustrated. Hey, it's okay that, you know, you're not where exactly you want to be. But it is. It is. Stop resisting it. Stop resisting it. Sit with it. Accept it. Because, you know, after a while, you'll be able to let it go and then something new will pop up and you'll be back to, to growing, performing, writing, whatever you want to do. Whatever it is that makes you feel alive. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I think that's all I have for today. Just, just you know, reflections on me growing, on me being frustrated. Uh, I don't know what's next. I don't celebrate my, you know, you know, my accomplishments enough. So my challenge for you during this time is to celebrate your accomplishments. Take some time to acknowledge what it is that you need. Not what you want, what you need, what your body needs, what your spirit needs. It's not too late to get on your spring cleaning. Right. If you're trying to manifest, if you're trying to welcome something in, you must make room for it. But I also just challenge you to see yourself as 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 beautiful with all the love and the light of the universe, because that's what you are. You are divine. So much love, y'all. See y'all again in two weeks. Take care.